Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. My name is Elizabeth, and I am your host. I am also the owner and founder of The Separation Club, a divorced mom of four, and a remarried stepmom to three. So we talk about everything that goes with all of that here on the show. Today, I want to talk to you about getting unstuck and making choices for ourselves, choices that matter and being responsible for our choices. So let's dive into a very practical and eye-opening episode of our show. All right, welcome back. So I spoke with two clients today and they really inspired my episode today because both of them we're really expressing being extremely or feeling extremely stuck in their current situation. And they were both at very different places. One of them was in the situation where she wants to leave, um, but she feels stuck due to many circumstances that she can't get out of this marriage. Whereas the other one is out of the marriage, the divorce has been actually finalized, but she hasn't settled anywhere yet. She's still actually renting from a friend and she just feels stuck. So, It was interesting to talk to both of them and I wanna share some of the strategies that I shared with them today. So let's start by talking about choices because when we feel stuck, it's usually because we feel like we have no choices. We feel like everything, again, is out of our control or that the choices that are available to us are not appealing so we don't wanna make them, right? Or take them or whatever. So let's talk about that. So many choices in life are made for us. Like it starts when we're children and young adults, but then comes the day when you really start making your own choices for your life. You know, like big choices, you know, where to go to school and get an education might be one of the first ones that you make. Um, But even then you're probably still pretty influenced by your parents. Then you start making decisions or choices about where to work and who to partner with in life. And you might even start to feel some of that stuckness every now and then, and then you choose to go somewhere else. But what if you get it wrong? What if you choose the wrong school or hate your job or choose the wrong partner? Whose fault is it when we make a big mistake or a huge life mistake? And I ask you that because so often we also feel stuck because we don't want to be failing at anything. When I think about my client today who is still in her marriage and feels stuck, She doesn't want to leave. And she actually said it. And she is not the only one, by the way. One of the things, because I asked her, she's in a pretty challenging situation and is not happy. And I asked her, why are you not leaving? Like, why are you staying? From everything you're telling me, why are you staying? Well, I don't want everybody to think that I'm the bad guy. You know, I don't want everyone to, he's going to tell everyone that this is my fault and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want everyone to think that I'm a bad person. Well, first of all, what other people think of you is really none of your business. Again, that's their choice and there's not much you can do about it. All you can do is make choices from your heart, do what's right for you, and you know, the chips will fall where they fall. But it's that fear of being disliked or fear of failing or that you're making a mistake or that somebody else is gonna think you're making a mistake, but paralyzes us and we feel stuck. So what happens if we choose something and we make a mistake? like a huge life mistake. Well, you know what? At least you chose something, you fell on your face, and now you can learn from what you chose. You know what you don't wanna do, you know what doesn't work, and now you choose again, right? So the thing to remember is, it really isn't 
about whose fault it is. It's irrelevant. Blame is irrelevant. It is a wasted emotion. It is a rather a wasted activity is blaming. It's usually because we don't want to face up to our part in the situation. So we blame someone else. Here's the thing. Making choices is the very exciting and scary part of life and growing up. And it's just part of the human experience. Think about all the wonderful choices you get to make all the time. Making the wrong choice or discovering that a past choice no longer suits us is also all part of the human experience. So as we're faced with big choices and trying to get unstuck in our lives and trying to move forward on something that doesn't feel good anymore, let's try to make choices with some grace and compassion for ourselves, understanding always that you are connecting with your heart, that you are trying to do your best, that you are considering, you know, all the people involved and affected, and you're not doing it to hurt anyone. And, you know, as long as you're coming from that place and you make a mistake, well, you know what, you dust off and you correct. Compassion for self and for all of those that are affected by your choices is important, of course, so that you have considered those things. So that way, if something goes wrong, at least you know you tried, right? And in the case of divorce, for example, when we're making the choice to move forward or making the choice to leave a relationship, there are a lot of people affected. And we want to make sure we're making the choices from the right place in our in our hearts and for the right reasons, accepting that, yes, there's going to be a period of time where this is not going to feel good for anyone, right? And you have to accept that along with your choices. When faced with really hard decisions or even situations where the decision has been made without you, then you essentially, again, have two choices. You either see the opportunity to create something new or you choose to fight the old. I'm going to say that to you one more time. When we're facing really big decisions, like whether or not to stay in the marriage, whether or not to quit a job, whether or not to end the relationship, whether or not to move or not move, whenever we're making really big choices, we have two Well, we have two choices. We're making big decisions, sorry. Then you have two choices. You either see the opportunity to create something new, okay? And you move forward on that. Or you choose to fight the old, to stay in the old story, to stay in the past and fight. So for the woman that I spoke to today who's still in her marriage, and I literally spoke to her and had almost the same conversation with her a year ago. And I said that to her today. I said, you do realize it's been almost a year ago and we had the same conversation. She goes, I know. And then she started listing the reasons why she's stuck. And her reasons, I mean, I'm not saying they're not valid. I'm not saying that this isn't important for her. And I'm not saying that this isn't a massive and and scary and difficult decision to make. But she's making it about all those old things. Instead of looking at, what can I create if I leave? What if I leave? Then what happens? What is available to me? What would be my next choice that I'll have to make? When you fight the old, you end up hanging on to pain and anger. You might choose to fight for something or someone that no longer really exists. You know, she actually said to me on the call today that, and I do hear this a lot, I keep hoping that the person I fell in love with is going to come back and show up again. And I I understand all that. But if it's been years of fighting and 
and just hostility and problems in the marriage, that person no longer exists. You are fighting for something or someone that no longer exists. You are deliberately choosing to live in the way past, okay? There's no more joy there except in the memories. And those memories probably at this point, even those are painful. There's no future there because this has passed. There's no love there because it has gone. And as much as it's hard to accept that, by accepting it, you now have the opportunity to create something new. So what are you going to choose? So letting go of what we know and fought so hard for, letting go of what doesn't work anymore, means turning our gaze towards something we don't know how it will end. We are choosing the unknown and that is scary. It's scary for our whole body. How do you do that? How do you choose something you don't know? How do you choose to say, I want to leave this relationship? but I have no idea where I'm going to live. I don't know how I'm going to manage my finances and I don't know how, like where I'll be in three months or six months, but I need to go, right? How do you do that? How do you choose the unknown? How can you, you know, it's hard. Like, of course you get stuck. It's understandable. It's so much easier to fight for what we do know, even if it isn't good for us anymore, meaning we end up fighting for the old. We keep staying and staying and fighting and, you know, going to counseling and trying again and putting up with and tolerating in the hopes that something good comes back out of it. So in order to choose the unknown, you can start by choosing you. And by choosing you, you choose to grow, to love yourself and to heal. So what if you just started there? I'm going to leave this relationship or maybe the relationship has already ended and you're feeling stuck in the past and you want to feel better. So you're choosing you to say to yourself, I choose me. I choose to grow from this. I choose to learn from this. I'm going to love myself and I'm going to learn to heal. How does it feel to just even hear those words from me? Or what if you were to say them to yourself? How does it, does that feel a little bit more forward moving, right? Doesn't that feel a little less stuck? When we choose fun and joy and new experiences, yes, you'll get some bruises along the way, but you'll get stronger. You'll get more resilient. The bumps and bruises will teach you who you are and what matters to you and what you don't want. That's the biggest lesson we get from the bumps and bruises along life's path. First, I said, choose you, right? Number two, I want you to choose a feeling. What do you seek in life to be happy? What do you want? Is it romance, love, freedom, peace, excitement, to travel, um, to learn something new, to change your career, to become educated, to get a new education? What do you want for yourself? Really like sit down and write a list. And this is where, when I was talking to my other client who's already been out of her marriage for a little while, she was feeling really stuck because she's kind of living in limbo at her friend's place renting and she wants to get out on her own. She wants to go and buy a home and she needs to get a job. But she said she feels so stuck because she just, she doesn't know where to go. And then she gets all caught up in like, what if I don't get a job and I have to make this much and blah, 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 all of these things. And I said to her, Let's just start with what are the things that matter most to you about where you live and about what kind of work you do? 
instead of focusing on that I have to get a job that I probably won't get and what if I hate it and I have to make this much stress. What do you want from your job? And what do you want from where you live? Just a list of those things. So just start there. And you could even add to that list the things that you don't want. Okay, so I want you to make a list. You make a list, whatever area of your life that you are choosing to move forward on. If you are in your marriage and haven't left yet, or if the marriage has ended and you're still stuck reliving the past, reliving the pain of your marriage, choose a feeling that you would rather have because you don't want to live in that pain. I know you don't. So what would feel better right now? Would it be to feel peaceful or to feel loved or to feel free or to be excited about something new? Choose a feeling. Pick one of those. Even if there's several, just pick one for now. And then start thinking about experiences or people that you can talk to or things that you can do or courses you can take or whatever that can help create that feeling. You know, if excitement was your word, what can you do that you find exciting? And just like baby steps here, ladies, okay? Everybody, baby steps. Like, what's something that I can plan for this weekend that would be kind of exciting? Or what's something I could plan for my vacation that would be fun? Or what is something that I can do that would feel loving to me? Or what is something that I can plan that would make me feel free, free from all of the past. So just choose your word and start making some plans. Start writing a list and then just pick one thing on that list. So that was number two, choosing a feeling. Number three, I want you to know that you can have that. You can have anything you can think of. If you can dream it, you can have it. The thought, the dream, the idea, the desire would not come to you if it wasn't available to you. You wouldn't be capable of dreaming it if you couldn't have it. You are a deserving and worthy human being. Do the work now to feel that worthiness, to connect with your given birthright to have whatever you want. How do you do that? Well, you do what you need to do to grow your self-worth. You connect with your heart, you connect with your soul, you do mindfulness practices like meditation and journaling, you write about what you want, you make that a priority. We talked about, you know, earlier, like, you know, what is it that you want and making that list of how you can create these feelings and so on. Now is the time to, to dig into that deserving of that. I want you to know that when you were born, you were born to have everything you ever wanted. It's what your parents wanted for you. And it's what was available to you. When a baby is born, think about your children, if you have them. When the baby is born, you look at this little blank slate, really. This child can become anything, be anything, do anything. Anything is possible. Well, you are that child. The only limitation that's been placed on you is the one that you place on yourself. So I want you to know that you can have your dream. Start dreaming and start learning what you need to learn to understand and accept that you are worthy of that dream. And I will mention that one of the ways that I do that with my clients is by working through the chakras. Our chakras, um, they are energy centers in our body that where the energy flows through and we need that upward flow of that energy that goes from our root chakra right to our crown to create the dream to to build that desire to put in place that 
that yearning for something and to see the path. And then the downward flow of that energy brings it all the way down into manifestation and creates it. But the first thing is that root chakra has to be healthy. It has to be connected. It has to be functional. The energy has to flow well through it so that you feel safe and connected with yourself and with the earth and what mother nature has to give you so that you know, you know that it is your birthright to have whatever you want. You know it. You accept that you can have anything. Now you just have to figure out how, right? And that's number four. Go and get it. How? Choose yourself and your dream every single day as you are grateful for your blessings and what is coming to you. You know, how do you get it? Well, one way you can get it is to jump into my um, healing course, like Healing Through the Chakras, which I kick off in January, by the way, and I will link that below in the show notes. But I would love to take you on the spiritual journey. If you haven't really heard of chakras before, you might want to look it up. But it's it's a really beautiful, mindful journey. And so what happens is that you really get to know how your body responds to your emotions and your feelings and your dreams and the things that are going on. It also responds, as you know, to stressors and pain and problems. But when we identify where in our body we feel it, you know how like... When something happens that's really upsetting to you, some people really feel it in their tummy and their tummy gets really upset or they get a headache or they might feel that their throat's closing and they can't talk. Well, those are chakras. You know, it's your throat chakra been damaged or wounded in such a way that you don't feel that you can speak. So that's what we get into. We take a real look and then we, then we go through the strategies of how to heal those chakras. So it's a really exciting journey. You know, when I... When I teach my various courses, I can't help but bring this in at some point, and I always do. Um, so I'm really excited to actually teach an entire course on just that. Like that is what we're going to be working on together. So I'd love for you to join me in that. But either way, like I said, go and get it. That's that's your fourth step. Choose yourself and your dream. Every day, do something. Do something that brings you a little bit closer. Choose to be grateful for that it is on its way to you. All right? So we all make choices every single day. We make many choices. We choose to have our coffee as we did yesterday. We brush our teeth. We get dressed. We go to work like we did yesterday. We hug our kids, watch TV, walk the dog as we did yesterday. If nothing changes, then you are choosing today to be your future as you will wake up and do the same tomorrow. But what if you choose to do something different today or do something different tomorrow? What if you choose to get up earlier and meditate or practice yoga? Or what if you decide to hire that coach or take that course you have been thinking about or buy that book or listen to the podcast or to purchase that coaching experience that's been sitting in one of your open tabs on your laptop or computer for a week? What if you wake up today and choose you and you make one change just one change that feels like it's the step towards what you want your future and your happiness i'm telling you one step ripple effect massive change no not tomorrow already but the change has started the ripple has started to move as you embrace a new practice or take on that course or hire that coach and start working with them the momentum starts to roll. 
the momentum starts to grow and you find yourself opening up to new opportunities. You find yourself considering things you maybe didn't dare to consider before. You might find yourself thinking, I can leave this marriage. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know exactly how things are going to work out, but I do know I can't stay here. And that's good enough. And I believe that happiness is ahead of me. Don't know how, don't know when, but I know it's there and I'm ready to walk towards it. That's how you get unstuck, ladies. That's how you move forward in your life on anything. Now, you might be thinking it's not that easy to leave a marriage, Elizabeth. We have children. There's this to consider. There's that to consider. I get it. There's lots to consider. But doing nothing cannot possibly be the right thing to do. Choosing to be miserable and unhappy so that you don't upset the apple cart, so that you don't upset anyone else. How's that right? Do you think your kids will thank you one day for being miserable so that their day wasn't upset? You know, so many worry about what their choice will do to their children. And I understand. I I worried about it as well. But I went to my therapist and I said, how do I make this work for my kids? How do I make this like not be a traumatic lifelong kind of event for my kids. And he told me and I followed his instructions and he was right. Like it, there is a way to do it so that your kids will be okay. They might be upset for a little while. So will you, but you'll all be okay. So what if you wake up today and choose you? What if you choose your future and your happiness? What could you do different to start moving toward your desired future and get unstuck? What if you just do something, right? What if you phone that lawyer or hire the coach or go and see that therapist or go and look at that rental property or, um, you know, what if you take a step? What if you choose to just start meditating every day? Every day, 10 minutes, get up 10 minutes earlier, sit down, meditate, gain clarity, you know, guidance from your inner self. That's what you get. What will that do for you? What if it just simply gives you more peace of mind? What if the anxiety level goes down? And then you're able to make a decision and not be so afraid. Feeling stuck is an awful feeling. It's a feeling of feeling like you're not living life. Like life is passing you by, everybody else is doing stuff, but here you are stuck. It feels awful, especially if stuck is in your home where you're supposed to feel safe and loved and happiness, right? But coming home feels like walking into quicksand. That is an awful feeling and you deserve so much better than that. So remember these four steps of choosing you, choose the feeling you want, know that you can have it, and then go and get it, okay? That's what I want for you. I know that's what you want for yourself. Now you have some tools, and I wish you all the best. I would like you to make one more choice before you go. We have an incredible opportunity to do so much of this work, of this getting into the feeling, of learning the tools that move you forward, of getting connected to your heart and your soul. Yes, there's the shocker course I mentioned, but we're going to take it one step further. I would like to invite you to join me 
and a group of women in Costa Rica in March 2023. And we're going on a journey through the chakras in Costa Rica together. Now, if you're thinking of taking the, the coaching experience, the coaching program first, amazing. Now you'll come down there already prepared and you'll have an even bigger experience around it. But either way, we are taking that journey through the chakras in Costa Rica. We're going to do this together. We're going to do workshops on it. We're going to dance. We're going to meditate. We're going to do yoga. We're going to swim in the ocean. We're going to celebrate the most beautiful full moon in Virgo in the middle of our week down there. And we're going to do that on the beach. There is nothing more powerful. Think of the feminine energy. Think of the the love and being there on the ocean, under the moon. I can't wait and I want you to be there with me. If you ever wanted a massive jump forward, a quantum leap into your new life, this is where you get it. And you know how you get it? You get it by coming to Costa Rica and stopping and sitting and taking a really big breath in and then even bigger exhale. And then you just sit with yourself and you listen and you feel and you know that you can have it because you're having it right there, right then. How do you do that? Well, the link will be below. I'll see you in Costa Rica. Have the most beautiful day, everyone. And thank you for joining me to talk about, oh, one of my favorite things. I will see you next time on A Blessing in Divorce.